What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Hell's Kitchen. It is the season finale eve. We have a special guest, and we're going to see what happens. Let's get it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Oh, we got the red lights. Get the finger points. Yeah. Red lights. Yes. I can't. I still can't get it. I have to practice the finger thing. I'm doing a clinic next weekend. So just in the clinic. Yeah. Doing that. So sign up in preparation for the season finale next week. I'll do that. I'm going to be finger swagging or rag. I don't know. Wagging. Finger wagging clinic. Yeah. Dope. Oh my god. What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's your boy Lim Gonzalez here for another episode of Hell's Kitchen. We're almost to the end. I can't believe it. I know. Season finale next week. But uh, yeah, man, you can find me at the Poet Saint all day, every day, of course, holding it down as always. My main man. Oh, goodness. My ace boom cool. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Frank Moran, what's up, baby? That much, man. Everybody, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. My voice is acting a little weird today. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'm going through puberty. Puberty? Okay, That's cool. Right. It happens. Thank, well, it happens. Finally. It's finally late, for me. Finally. <laughs> yes. Late puberty. It's all got late bloomers, ladies and gentlemen. It happens. It happens. Uh, as promised, uh, we do have a guest in, well, they're not in the building, but they're in with us in spirit, but they are on Skype, and we so appreciate her being with us. She is not only on Hell's Kitchen, but she is in the top two. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, is Heather Williams. Yes. What's hey. up? What's up, Heather? How are you? Great. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Um. I'm really good. Really good. <laughs> That's really good to hear. I'm I'm really excited to have you. Um, we uh, we had a popcorn sn- yeah we had a popcorn snafu last season uh, last episode. I don't know if you heard about that, but um, we're not gonna. I ate my popcorn you know early before the show, so we're not gonna have that issue uh, this time. Just saying. Just okay. saying. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, excited to have you on for right now. I just want to know. Take me back to when you did this taping a year and a half ago or okay. whatever. Your last two, what are your feelings right now at this point? I literally could not sleep for probably like 48 hours. My nerves were shot. Wow. Um, I think I maybe drank Gatorade and ate one hot dog the entire time. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Um, You know, Ryan and I had no idea what to expect. We didn't know what was going to happen. And... You know, she was trying to keep me kind of level-headed, trying mm-hmm. to help me out. And I was just like, listen, just let me be by myself. But it was kind of creepy because you go from 18 people in one house down to her and I. We don't have to fight for the shower. We don't have to fight for, you know, the bathroom. Right. We have all the food, everything to ourselves. And we're just like, mm, what do we do? <laughs> What's going on? What I love is the uh, the, the final reveal where, they, where, they, where Chef Ramsay shows that it's just going to be you and Brian in the finale. How? What time did you take that, and how long did that little thing take? Oh my goodness! Um, I want to say like when it was still me, Ryan, and Heidi, we were standing there, and it seemed like forever. We are standing there, and the pictures are changing between all three of us, and right. we're just. Standing there, my heart is pounding out of my chest. I can't breathe. I think my palms were so sweaty. And my pitcher dropped, and it seemed, for me, it was almost like a half hour. Wow. But in reality, it was probably maybe a good 
solid five minutes. Okay. And that's longest five minutes of my life. That's a long time to just be waiting for your picture to come up. Yeah. Yeah. And I was the first one, and I, I'm kind of mad that they cut it out. Um, I pretty much dropped to the ground because wow. you know you fight so hard for that moment, and mm. you know you've been through so much, you've been through all the challenges, you've been through everything you could possibly imagine. You're pushed to your limits. You know, you're at your wit's end, and my picture shows up, and I literally looked at Chef Ramsay and I said, "This is this real life? Because, you know, you kind of have that moment of, is it real? Is it not real? Is that really my picture? Maybe it's kind of like a mirage. And I just looked at him, I was like, can I have a hug? <laughs> <laughs> and I ran over and gave him, like, the world's biggest hug, like wow. I was hugging my dad. Wow. It, yeah, it it was crazy. I wish they would have aired that. Yeah, because they showed Ryan. Yeah, I was gonna hugs. say, yeah, yeah, I was like, man, well, oh, I guess she doesn't <laughs> like Richard Ramsey. That, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was. I, really, one too. I was really feeling some kind of way because I was like, oh, Ryan got this moment where she hugged Shepard. I was like, and uh, Heather didn't, so I was like, mm, okay, maybe she thought she was feeling, you know. <laughs> but I'm glad. Following my footsteps, yeah. I was like, oh, it's okay, Ryan. You can, you know, take yeah. my moment. You, you take that. You take that. Um, no, but I, I can, I can imagine um, when, like you said, yeah. you're fighting for something so long. 18 Chefs, it starts off with, this is like, yeah. you know, weeks and weeks of competitions and, you know, uh, and a lot of yeah. going on, a lot of drama, you know, inside the kitchen, oh, outside the kitchen. Uh, I mean, it's not, Hell's, I mean, it's called Hell's Kitchen. Yes. I mean, it's not Heaven's Kitchen. You it's know. kind of like you're going through high school all over again because right. there's so much pettiness and mm -hmm. the guys were actually worse than the women. Really? And I'm like, wait a minute, we're you know, you know, you have you know, nine women mm -hmm. all together in a house. Right. Oh, dear God, we're going to end up killing each other. But it was the guys that, you know, fought like little girls. They were all out to get each other. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> well, not fighting all the time, but then just treating uh, the, their method of attack was to try to, to berate and belittle uh, all the, right. the female chefs, which was so it irritating. Was horrible. It, and the thing is, it's like, the industry is very cutthroat, and it's a male-dominant industry. Which, you know, when I went to culinary school, there was maybe, I think, 20 of us in a class. And I think it was just me and my friend Lori who had actually, you know, ended up graduating just from our class and our cycle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, a lot of women, you need to have a very strong personality and you need to learn how to not take everything personal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't, they don't really understand that concept that, People are cutthroat, and they're out to get you. <laughs> so this is, would you say, you know, in your experience um, in this industry, would you say mm -hmm. that Hell's Kitchen is not far off then? Because you're saying it's a cutthroat industry, so you kind of have, have to thick, have to have, excuse me, thick skin even outside of this type of competition. You do. I mean, Hell's Kitchen kind of, um, it touches a really good deal mm -hmm. on that where you need to be, you kind of have to have the upper hand. You need to learn how to have the wits to kind of fire back at somebody who's, you know, making fun of you. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cursing, obviously. Right. You know, I'm a foul-mouthed, outspoken person. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, you you need to be true to yourself, and you know who you are. You can't let people demolish your character just over words. And, you know, there's things that I can do just as well as a man. I can carry a 50-pound bag of potatoes. I can, you know, cut down fish. I can break down a cow. Go ahead, girl. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, and a lot of women, they're, 
I feel bad for them because mm. they want to try to be in this industry, and if you don't have that bitchy personality mm-hmm. and you don't have a backbone, you're not going to make it far because even women are very cutthroat too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's like it's a what are they saying dog eat dog world. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's very and much it's so very yeah, very much very dog. <laughs> very much that and then i'm sure hell's kitchen just magnifies that to For the 10th sure. degree uh they, Heather, do. Oh, uh they do but the guys took it a little too far with you know the bullying mm-hmm. and i felt bad for kimberly at one point and i eventually started defending her i was like you know enough is enough i said you know what are we going to try to teach our kids because a lot of us were parents mm-hmm. like what are you teaching your kids when they see you on tv belittling somebody and you know, calling them names and just being very foul mm-hmm. towards another human being. Right. Uh, Heather, on this episode, at least for the majority of the part, it seemed like the way it was edited was kind of trying to set up the fact that you may be eliminated this episode. What oh, without a doubt. Did you feel <laughs> in this whole challenge leading up to the revelation you're in the final two, but did you feel like an underdog going into this? I didn't feel like an underdog, but um, I when I kind of got ganged up on with Heidi and Ryan... I'm like, shit, they're best friends. They've been best friends since day one. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of screwed. You know, it's two versus one. I have no idea what I'm going to do. You know, I didn't do so well in the challenge, dinner service. We all had our fair share of, you know, hiccups in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like when I watched everything be edited, I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, you really made me look like this <laughs> disgusting chef who double dips, like doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> hey, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Since you brought it up, um, just to go yes, back to the... the double to, dipper. Right. To go back to the front of the episode, uh, when it was, you know, still the three of you, uh, Heather, Heidi, Ryan, you uh, basically had to tackle, create dishes um, to use table side, where you would prepare table side, and you got to pick your own ingredients with that. Um, were you, when that was first brought upon you, I know that... Um, Ryan, she kind of had something to say about, like, oh, this is not my strong suit. Um, how did you feel about it going into that particular challenge? Going into the challenge, I felt good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times when I can talk somebody's ear off. Right. But I'm not good public speaking, which, you know, I'm kind of coming out of my shell, okay. even though, you know, I can't really see the audience on the other <laughs> side. Right. It's nerve-wracking. But um, I kind of took it as, like, a learning curve to be able to cook and talk at the same time which i can do in a kitchen mm-hmm. but when you're doing it in front of groups of people it's a little bit different especially when they're esteemed chefs as well right so, right yeah. so it's not like you know you get a couple people off the street it's people it's who like me Frank are dedicated there. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah we'll talk about anything no they're actually like studying you <laughs> yeah 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 um, exactly. When you you mentioned the double dipping situation, so it obviously yeah. happened, but did it happen like it was edited to show? Not at all. Okay. Um, when I was actually talking to that chef, mm-hmm. I had caught myself mentally, and I was like, "Shit!" Like I literally just did that, and as I was starting to take everything away and I was starting to get everything new in the pan. Uh-huh. He was like, oh, you just double dipped, didn't you? I said, yeah. I said, but, you know, no worries. I'm going to restart everything. I said, I apologize. I got caught up in the moment, you know, talking. And I, it just completely slipped my mind. Human error, right. people. Right. Jesus. But Social it- media <laughs> is ripping me apart like I'm this... <laughs> disgusting, like unprofessional, unsanitary chef, and I'm like, 
I'm only human, right. and you try to cook in front of 15 people, mm-hmm. like at a table, and... 15 chefs. Right. And right. I'm pissed off because the way that they edited, it's like, if he didn't catch it, I would have served these people my uh, saliva. Interesting. Get real, America. I'm not <laughs> that person. <laughs> So, bottom line is, you had you had you noticed that it happened. You caught it. You were getting right. ready to start over, and he makes that comment, and they just kind of put it Correct. on the other side of things. As Correct. If he caught it would you. be like if you know you caught it and you're just like, oh my god, you doubled it. Yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh, and I didn't notice, and then you yeah. okay, got it. Oh yeah. Oh, magic of editing. That's right. Letting me clarify that it makes me feel better. <laughs> right. Yes. That's no, what no. we're here for. That's I mean, what that's we're the frustrating here for. Thing. I know. I'm sure being a contestant on that is when you see your the reality kind of warped and manipulated. Right. Uh, that's just so frustrating when you feel like that's what Ameri- the viewing public is going to see, and they will think mm-hmm. that that is the true representation mm-hmm. of those events. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Oh, and let me tell you, social media has been very cruel to me like the last couple weeks, and really? I was like, this is why people commit suicide. I'm mm-hmm. like, holy God. Mm. I, I stay up the fan sites. I mean, people who are Team Heather, I love and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. Anybody who has my back, thank you. I appreciate it. But other people are just so disgusting. I mean, Kim has... Well, Ryan, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, has defended me several times. Mm-hmm. We've all kind of defended each other. But these people think they know our lives just right. based off of a reality TV show. Right. Yeah, it happens. And then they bring my kid into it. And I'm just like, first oh, of all, yeah, he was yeah, three at the not... time. Mm-hmm. My, I'm a very good mother. I don't swear like a sailor in front of my kid. Mm-hmm. Get over it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little mad there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to like thank I'm for human. One, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For one second, when, uh, before you do the competition, you get to shop at Whole Foods and buy your ingredients for that and conceive your dish. They give you 15 minutes. I always wonder about that on those competition shows. Is when you get like 15 minutes or 20 minutes in a grocery store, is that enough minutes. time? Are you sweating <laughs> it the entire time? It's like, that's ah, a cakewalk. I got plenty of time to spare. No. Oh my God. I kept looking at the clock. I kept counting my money. And literally, you're trying to add everything in your head. You don't have a pen. You don't have paper. Mm. So you're trying to buy ingredients and you can't go over the 250 that they gave you. Right. I'm like, how the hell do I buy enough shrimp, enough lobster, enough clams, mussels? I'm like, of course, I picked the most expensive dish to try to spend two hundred and fifty dollars on. <laughs> so, are you just the checkout then having to just like take stuff out as they're telling you up oh, your two eighty or two sixty, and you're just taking stuff away? Actually, I made it with like fifteen dollars to spare. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Right. I- made it (laughs) and it seemed like I mean what you put together was really good I mean um, I had never yeah it it seemed like it was very uh, a conceived well conceived dish Um, obviously you know seafood um, you know like you said high end expensive ingredients so I'm sure that you know the the chefs enjoyed it (laughs) however when it came down to the winner of the challenge you know it was overwhelmingly on Ryan's side did you I think it was those tequila shots was it the tequila Uh. shots because I was going to ask because I was like she really was pushing that I don't know if that was editing but it seemed like every time when they did the rotation like want some tequila I got some tequila I think that was just um, Ryan's way to kind of break the ice because you can see she was very nervous and Mm -hmm. kind of uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so I think that was just her way to kind of you know break the ice with everybody and actually just Mm -hmm. okay breathe a little bit do this cook some food and I've never seen Rice Krispie like Rice Krispie cereal used the way she did so Mm -hmm. I'm like 
Oh, I maybe okay. that's why she did it, not the tequila. Right. <laughs> maybe it's the Rice Krispie. That's right. That works sometimes. It's not crackle pop. It helps you win. <laughs> Just say it. Exactly. Because uh, I know it says when Chef Ramsay announces the reward for uh, Ryan, but she gets a helicopter ride, and then they cut to you, and you're like, ah, who cares? I don't care about this helicopter ride. I don't need that. That's a lame, that's a lame reward. Yeah. And then Chef Ramsay says, oh, and guess what? Then you get to have uh, dinner with me. Uh, at that moment, did you oh, like, yeah. oh, all right, maybe I take that statement back. This would be a cool reward. Man, I could pass on the helicopter ride, but a whole lunch with, you know, Gordon Ramsay and to be able to actually have one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to him, but not um, not as much until it, it kind of gets down to me and Ryan. Mm. Then we actually get to spend one-on-one time with him. Right. And, you know, he has to be probably the most genuine, heartful, like, person that I've ever met in my life besides oh, wow. my dad. Oh, he wow. is just, you know, a really, really great person. Yeah, he. I, we've. Uh, I mean, covering the show for a while now, and it seems like everyone that I talk to that has been able to have some one-on-one time with him say the same thing. Right. They say how genuine he is. He is yeah. How how I've like, never down seen somebody yeah. who like he knows your strength and your weakness just based off of working with you and getting to know you, and mm-hmm. you know, he goes to me. He said, "I've never seen someone with so much like self-confidence." And said, mm-hmm. "Let me tell you, I don't have any." <laughs> To, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, I said I second guess myself all the time. Mm-hmm. I am my worst enemy. But when I, you know, got involved with the show and my mom, you know, filled out the application, I was like, I'm just going to go with it. I'm mm-hmm. whatever my gut instinct is, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And landed me in the final two, and I was said, you know what? Maybe I'm actually doing something that I'm meant to do in life. Wow. Wow, that's really yeah. nice. That's yeah. really that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, let's get into the actual uh, elimination challenge. So you get to take turns at the pass, and um, for those of us that watch the show, when you get to take turns pass, you basically call out the tickets, and then you also do the quality control when the food comes up. You do the tasting, right. and they always throw curveballs, <laughs> uh, which are always fun yeah. to watch as viewers because it's like, is she gonna get it? Or are they gonna get it? What's the deal? And so you <laughs> and I, oh, but I, say, I always do like uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the other uh, chefs they're acting when you when you bust them on like oh right. sorry chef yeah sorry. yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, sorry. all right so uh, <laughs> let me get on that right away and andy <laughs> chef andy is funny she kind of like her face gives it away uh-huh. because she's so serious and has just like yeah straight business a scowl on her. and yeah, then yeah, when yeah. she messes like she's messing up yeah she kind of like that <laughs> a little smirk or something. I'm like, yeah. Let me find out. <laughs> let me find, I know you're messing with me, so let me just find out yeah. what it is, and then we'll be good. So, I mean, right. you, you with yours. I mean, I think it seemed like everyone kind of did the same. Like, I don't think anyone. It didn't seem like it that anyone did right. a much better than. What did you think? Fred? Well, because I want to ask you, Heather, because when Heidi goes up first and she's there and she's calling out tickets, and then they cut to you and you were like, "Whoa, whoa Heidi, what's going? Why do you? Why are you being? You know, you're being so yell. Oh, you're yelling yeah. so much. Is it? Oh, is it was just the nature. Of like, I was like, relax, Heidi. Yeah, <laughs> but is that is that just part of it? Like being in that position, and especially your first time in a competition, you're probably gonna default to being more yelly and aggressive yeah it's it's really intense because nobody really understands why chef ramsay is so intense and like screaming all the time Mm. and begging for food and then when you actually get to work the pass and you see all the checks and you're trying to Mm. keep up with the times and you don't want people waiting a half an hour for a dish you want to be able to give them really good food great quality and you want it fast like Mm -hmm. you you know what i mean if i go out to eat i don't want to wait an hour Right. For somebody, you know, to make my food. So 
until you work the pass, you don't really get that kind of like, like give me the food I want it now. Mm-hmm. But when you're up there, it you know it's pretty intense and pretty demanding because you want to just go and do it yourself, right? And that's where you need to learn your strength as like a leader. Like, no, I need to trust my brigade. I need to let them do it, and I need to you know just have faith in them and get everything out. Mm. Because you see, if you're running your own brigade at some point, do you see a lot of the things that Chef Ramsey does is something you want to incorporate? Like, take him to a back room and slam on a door and yell at him, <laughs> yelling at him for oh, a little bit? in the pantry. That, that, and see me, like, I never realized how much of a control freak I am. Like, in the kitchen, though, at home, forget about it. I'm mm. so disorganized and so... I have laundry in baskets. They're clean. They're folded. I just don't put them away. <laughs> but in the kitchen, I'm just so anal and I'm just very organized and I need everything to a T. Uh-huh. So it's like when you're at the path and you're waiting and you're waiting and people are messing up, you literally want to just be like, get out. I'll do it myself. <laughs> I don't and how he's never done that in all the seasons of cooking because I'm just like, give me the food. <laughs> yeah. Did you think, uh, I know this sometimes, and it, it, I didn't see that it happened. Maybe you can shed light. But sometimes there are cases where the other you know, contestants will try to sabotage uh, a little bit, try to throw you off. Do you think any of that happened with you? I mean, aside from what's you know mandated by the sous chefs um, that Chef Ramsey wants them to do to throw you off. But did you think any of your fellow contestants were doing that? I would hope not just because we all live the same hell together. Right. But, you know, earlier in the season, like, I know the guys did it just to get other people off. Like, oh, just, oh, they would earlier do in the dinner season. dinner challenges uh-huh. and dinner services because they're like, oh, well, we don't want this person here. Let's, mm. you know, lose dinner so we can get them out. Ah, but at the I end see. of the day, like, it's still down to Gordon Ramsay whether they leave, they leave or not. Right, right. Because they kept using Aaron as leverage for, oh, my God, like, at least the first five weeks. Yeah. The poor kid was every time. <laughs> every time. I think it's a dangerous game to run, especially if Chef Ramsey's the final arbiter. I mean, sure. you could tank it. Uh, exactly. You can't be sure that the person you want to go home is going to exactly. go Exactly. It could be you. I mean, yeah. look at Polly. How many times was he up? And, right. Oh, my God. And he still made it. Every time. <laughs> he I know. still made it. <laughs> I know. Just that, that guy. <laughs> now, uh, Heather, we haven't even talked about, I mean, it's one thing, Yeah, the, inte- the competition itself is very intense. Run in the past. Right. But then you also have... Celebrity superstar Tara Reed sitting right <laughs> there at the chef's table. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I felt like we we would breathe too hard. I thought that she would just fall over. Uh, she's little. She, she's little. I mean, yes, and she's tiny. I. Funny story. I asked Marino. I was like, "What did she eat?" He goes, "Oh, she had the Wellington." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, where'd she put it? Where did she put it?" Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. didn't even know she made the comment. She was only ninety pounds. I'm like, yes. my thighs weigh ninety pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw her um, not too long ago um, out here in Hollywood, and I was just like, I, I had no idea, you know, because you see the one on TV, and you know they they look how they look, and then when you see them in person, you're like, and I just, yeah, I was like, she's really small. Yeah, she's really small. And yeah, the fact and that, they say yeah. you know TV adds weight, but right. I was like, mm, <laughs> no, not her, not her. Not her. <laughs> Well, the guy that she was with, too, did the thing where he always has the buttons buttoned down really low on the chest. I'm oh. like, oh, come on, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lobby. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, hey. Give us a break. Give us a break. Um, so, I, I, I have, I just, I just want, real quick, 
was this whole Andrew thing, was this really like as big as it was? Because it seemed like it was really blowing out of proportion. It seemed like it was just a well, lot to do. Yeah. Well, see, when they flew us home from orientation, uh-huh. uh, him and I exchanged numbers and there was kind of like a pre-Hell's Kitchen relationship going on. Before you even started so, taping. Right. I mean, him and I were talking, and, you know, it was never, you know, physical, nothing like that. But we were talking. I was a single mom. He was a single dad. Well, single dad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You know, our sons are the same age. I, you know, we genuinely hit it off. We had a lot in common. Mm -hmm. Okay, no problem. We come out on the show. You know, you live together. And when you're not in the dorm... You know, you're in the kitchen. We spend the time apart. But then, you know, you're stuck in a house with all these people. It kind of gave us comfort in each other. Mm. And, you know, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Because they never showed me actually finding out. And it was the day before the families came out. Mm-hmm. We're out on the deck. And there was a bunch of us. And he literally kind of, like, laid half across my legs and was holding my hands and I'm like why uh-huh. like what the hell and he is like I need to tell you something and I'm like here uh-huh. we go like my entire face turns red my ear like my ears my neck everything and I was like what he goes I'm engaged and I was like <laughs> I'm like I hate you I was like get off of me like don't touch me I flipped out wow. like I I, I think I scared Heidi, too, because I really think that she thought I was going to hit him. Wow. And uh, they call us in for com- confessional. Yes. And I grab my mic. I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody. I was like, F all you. Like, I don't like any of you right now. I was like, you people knew. I I literally went ballistic. I was like, I'm now embarrassed on national TV. Yeah. Like. My dad, my mom, like, all my family, yeah. everybody's going to see this. I all was right. like, you made me out to be a complete jackass. Wow. I'm like, you're a scumbag. Mm. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, then, okay, hey, guess what? Family's here. Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then you got to uh. look at it right in the face. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, we're standing next to each other. We kind of, kind of made the situation better but I'm still like you lied to me you're mm-hmm. a lying sack of shit like mm-hmm. I don't like you mm-hmm. and then his fiance comes out right before my kid and I'm just like hmm okay yeah <laughs> and I mean I genuinely feel bad for her because right. I know they broke up right after the show oh wow because I tried you know talking to me again and I'm yeah. like mm, no. no I'm okay no, I'm thank you I'm like, we live two hours away, but I'm good. I'll yeah. stay on my side of PA. You right. stay on yours. Don't. Don't. There it is. No, man. That's wow. unfortunate. I mean, I at the end of the day because now she has to look at it. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I guarantee you, I would almost put money on it. He never told her the things that, like, went down oh, and sure. how him and I were talking because yeah. he'll never own it. That's right. the way he is. He's very immature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Heather, you did bring up something interesting there. You said there's a uh, Hell's Kitchen orientation. So they fly you out here to Los Angeles before you even do the competition? Well, it's kind of like we didn't even know we were on the show yet. Okay. So okay. they fly out and you have to do like a second interview. They explain, you know, everything that, like all your legal stuff. And mm-hmm. if you get picked, what can happen and right. how, you know, you can't talk about anything. But we weren't supposed to talk to each other. 
because you know it's like oh hey you guys are flown together but right. you don't know about each other right well you put three people from the philadelphia area on the same plane come on <laughs> we're all gonna figure right. out each other exactly so <laughs> me andrew and uh johnny all asked everybody to switch seats so we all sat together oh. and i thought <laughs> we're gonna get banned from the flight because <laughs> we were so loud and obnoxious Turn and we're just up. like oh god <laughs> we're never gonna up. get back on airlines ever again <laughs> <laughs> that's dope um so we talked about you know the end and, and your reaction and everything first of all congratulations yes making the top two again um yeah. And uh, I'm I'm excited to see the last episode. I'm excited to see what happens. I know it's going. I'm to be excited a, too. Yeah, I, I know like, it's going to be a fight. I really want to see how everything comes together. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ryan is obviously a great competitor. Yeah. Um, face, right. And face, her and I right. put blood, sweat, and tears into that. I mean, <laughs> at one point, I cried, she cried, and it was just. If you're ever at your breaking point in life, mm-hmm. it's that because you know five weeks. You had no contact with, like, the outside world. Right. You know your family's there, but you can't talk to them. You're trying to come up with a menu. You're trying to figure out how the hell do we pick a brigade? Like, what's going to happen? You have no idea what Gordon Ramsay possibly could throw at you in the next, like, 48 hours. And it's just like, what the hell did I get myself into? Right. Uh, I can just imagine. Well, without certainly spoiling anything for next episode, uh, of course, you mentioned like thinking of your brigade, things that can start popping up in your head when you know you get mm-hmm. down to the final two. Was there anything in your head as you're thinking about your brigade, like, man, whatever happens, I definitely don't want this person from that's been on the season on my team. <laughs> Andrew, my I can say Andrew. <laughs> well, yes. yeah, you know, actually, the sad part is him and Heidi were probably the top two strongest people. Really? So it was kind of like. Whatever we had to do, Ryan and I know we have to fight for those two. Uh, and if one, one, the other was taking the other. Oh, so you made a pact then prior to that happening? Not, not a pact, but it's kind of like um, when we were bored, everybody mm-hmm. would always be like, okay, well, if you had Wendy, Heidi, Shayna, um, Matt, I'm trying to think who else was there. Oh, my God. Devin, mm-hmm. Kim, it's kind of like, who would you pick? Right. So we'd all go back and forth, you know, and vice versa. But it was just like, when you get in the moment, you're just like, ah, shit, what did I say I was going to (laughs) do? Can you play that back, please? (laughs) It's nerve wracking because, you know, you don't know who, say, if I went first, you Mm. don't know who Ryan's going to pick next. And you're kind of like. You're, it's like you're playing kickball and you're trying to pick teams yeah. and you don't want like the weakest link on your team right. who can't kick or you know throw a ball. And this is uh, <laughs> basically a, a large prize, um, large kickball type yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, for a job right. worth exactly. Of like you know, my three year old probably could do better than right. some of these people, but you know. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. <laughs> well, Heather, thank you so much. What are you going to say for right, me? Real oh, quick, I know last episode uh, with yeah. the, uh, the, the trip to Vegas with Heidi. Uh-huh. I know that you, were, uh, you and Kimberly had talked about possibly, like, hey, if uh, something happens, I'll take right. you. Uh, and then it goes down and you pick Heidi. because you want to keep your enemies. saying that. Yes. <laughs> you want to keep your enemies closer. Is that a good strategy to keep enemies close on rewards? Um, Since day one, Heidi and I always... I'd called mm-hmm. ourselves like the double H threat. It's kind mm-hmm. of like we felt we were very strong competitors, that we were very strong cook, um, that we were really kind of like each other's enemy, but it helped us in the long run because it was always, I want to say probably since day one, it was always like Ryan, me, Heidi, and 
Kimberly, as much as people want to talk shit on her, she's a very strong chef. Yeah. At the end of the day, I've never seen a woman who doesn't really know, like, the, you know, the French terminology, and she mm-hmm. doesn't have, like, that kind of background. But mm-hmm. let me tell you, you show that woman one thing one time. She's got it. You never, never have to show her again. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been able to work with somebody as well as, you know, Kim. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, I'd still want her on my team. Jesus. If I become, like, the EC anywhere, Yardbird, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere, I would hire her in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. That's She's awesome. awesome. Yeah. But, you know, Heidi and I, it was kind of like I got in the Black Jacket Lounge first. Fought my ass off. My kid was probably, like, the greatest thing that ever could have happened that day. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that is what I do everything for. Mm-hmm. He is my entire world. And, you know, I want to prove to him that don't sell yourself short. Don't right. ever second guess yourself. Just go with it. And Heidi was the second one in. And I'm like, well, you know, that kind of works out, too, because, you know, she, I'm the first one. She's the second one. I kicked Polly off the throne. <laughs> All right, I'll take her. And then Polly was pissed off that I didn't take him. I'm like, well, why would I take you? Who the hell is to spend time with you in Vegas? No, no, no. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm probably like a girl day. I don't need you being like dead weight or trying to hit on me. I got enough bullshit with Android. Exactly. I don't need another one. <laughs> right. Um, but I knew Polly had a girlfriend. Yeah. That was the only the good thing. The good thing. You didn't know that. <laughs> Well, Heather, again, thank you so much for uh, joining us um, and uh, just shedding light. Uh, real quick, before we let you go, let the people know, the fans out there, um, where, like, you know, you're cooking, where they could come see your restaurant, you know, do your thing, all of that good stuff. Sure. Right now, I'm at Marblehead Chowder House. It's in eastern Pennsylvania. It's literally right off of Route 33. Anything seafood, they've been there for, oh, God, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Same recipes. I have the same lady making my crab cakes, making my lobster bisque. She's amazing. Oh, wow. So, if you want some, like, authentic seafood, fresh fish, daily, come see me. That's awesome. what it is. And where can they <laughs> find you on uh, social media to uh, keep up with you and all the good things that's going on? Well, social media, I have um, Chef Heather. That's my page on Facebook. Okay. So, it's at Chef Heather HK 16 I believe. I'm going to have to send you all the hashtags. I'm not good with the social media. <laughs> but, um... I want to say Twitter is at Heather3190. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm horrible we, at we have it. We have it at the bottom, so they'll see that. We got okay, you covered good. on that. We got you covered on that. <laughs> I'm like, hashtags, Twitter. I'm like, I'm like, how the hell do I message you guys? I'm like, at, and I'm like, Ryan, help me out. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. And then, um, Instagram, it's Heather underscore M-A-E-W-88. Oh, all right. There it is. Love it. Yeah. Well, Heather, um, we're going to be tuning in uh, this Thursday and see what happens and uh, hope for the best. Yes. 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 Team Heather. Team Heather. (laughs) All right, Heather. Thanks again. We appreciate it. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Let's have a good night. You too. So, man. I feel terrible because she's a delightful interview, and yet I got, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Team Ryan. You know, team Ryan. I feel bad. I feel bad. You feel bad. Yeah. Well, it's. I'm. First of all, I'm glad we had her on the show. Yes. I'm glad she shed some light, especially about the whole Andrew situation um, and the double dipping thing. And I the double dipping thing. That. The double dip because I was like, what? What? He? I just thought she was never. I know, but I wouldn't go out and hate on her like they did on yes. social media. That's messed up. Um, it's a lot of pressure, and plus, um, these people are probably not cooks or chefs at all. Yeah. They're just hating. But uh, I'm glad. 
glad she did explain that. And, you know, editing is never your friend no. um, when it comes to these shows. But um, we'll have to see what goes on. I, you, you say, team, you say Ryan. I've been on Ryan the whole You've season. On, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, there's still room on this bandwagon. Now you've been holding on tight. Are you jumping now? Are you jumping off the bandwagon? Not, I, bandwagon? There's no bandwagon. That's I'm right. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it could be Ryan, but. I will say after interviewing Heather, I, I feel she could also take it. I mean, she was the first one picked. That's true. So, and that said a lot because I was surprised. I thought it was going to be between her and Heidi, and Ryan was going to be first picked. So the fact she was first picked, I was like, hmm, yeah. interesting, interesting. But you know, we'll see. No. We'll see. All right, you're, not, ma- you're not making a pick, huh? Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Wow. All I'm right. You know, I like the vote. I want the best person to win. Uh, what? Get out of here. Uh, Heather, I, you were, I love talking to you. Heather, you were great. But I, I you know, I'm sticking true. I got to stick with my guns. I have a chef Ryan. Let me stick with Ryan. You stick with Ryan. It's yeah, all good. It's all there you good. Go. It's all good. But uh, I'm excited because um, we may have another guest. Uh, and we also might have our mm. panelists back, Miss Robin McSweeney. No, yes, no, yes, for Say the finale. So. so the finale. So, ah! but you got to stay tuned in. You got to right. stay tuned in. So, right. join us next week. That's been our show. We want to thank you so much for being with us. We want to thank Heather for joining us on Skype, shedding that light, letting us know what's really going on with her. Um, much respect to her, and excited to see about the finale. I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez. You can find me always at the Poet Saint all day, every day. Frank Moran, where are you at, sir? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie, and feel free to hit myself up or Lem and talk about how much of a uh, much of a quitter Lem is for not being able to make a choice. <laughs> Way to just uh, you. Uh, and just, you know, just hang on the edge. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make a choice. I just want the best person two. to win. <laughs> just equivocate. Lem Gonzalez, the great equivocator. <laughs> That's right. That's what I do. Until next week, we'll see From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Make a choice, man. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 